Hello everybody, welcome back to Chris Dyer's Creative Friends, the super awesome podcast show where I, your artist friend Chris Dyer, interviews all his super fun creative friends. So these days I am back in my hometown, beautiful Montreal, Quebec, Canada. Uh, as you saw in my last interviews, I was all over the place. I was actually away from here a full 10 months between Peru and my tour in the States. But now I'm back for a couple months uh, before, you know, restrictions start again and I gotta duck out again and continue my life of freedom. So yeah, so I'm gonna interview a few more of my local artist friends like I did when I first started the show. So I hope you enjoy it. Today I'm gonna start with uh, Katie Pag, also known as Katie Paglialunga. So I hope you enjoy our conversations. Enjoy! Hey Katie, how are you doing? Doing pretty great. Yeah. <laughs> Katie Paglialunga. I love your name because I, every time I say your name, it's kind of like I've achieved something yeah, it's like very dramatic. complicated. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's true. It's both it breaks my head, but then when I achieve it, it's like, yes, I said it. Where's that name from? It's from Italy, Sicilian, yeah. Okay, nice. Are you, did you, are you from there? Did no, I grew up in Canada. Uh, my great-grandfather came from Sicily, so my, on my dad's side. Hmm. Yeah. And have you been there to visit family? or? Um, I don't know any family there. It's so far removed, but I've been there twice just to travel, see Sicily, and then I saw like Florence and Rome and, and stuff. And I love Italy. Ah, the food is just... Ah, dude. <laughs> Everything's quality in Italy. It's true. Like that people are beautiful, the, yeah. the landscapes are gorgeous, yeah. the architecture, the, the art, food, the, the clothing, food. it's just everything's like yeah. top. Yeah. Top so it notch. feels good being there. Yeah. yeah, I like it a lot. But you're from Canada. Yeah, I'm from Canada. I grew up in Ontario. Which part? Um, Ajax is the name of the town. Cool. It's so in the greater Toronto area. Sounds like something you used to wash your toilet bowl. <laughs> it is something you used to wash. It's a cleaner and it's also the name of the uh, <laughs> the Greek god of war. Oh. So that's cooler. <laughs> so it's gonna, they're going to fight the germs. <laughs> uh, how was it there? Tackle that toilet where, bowl. Where is Ajax? Around what? So you would pass it going from Montreal to Toronto. It's just east of Toronto. Okay, Suburb, cool. yeah. But uh, I moved here to go to university. I went to Concordia when I was 18. Oh, cool. And then I just stayed here because it's a vibrant city. Yeah, what yeah. do you like about Montreal? Um, the art, for sure, the community, all the different artists, um, how it's affordable. Yeah, I don't know, I just love it. Yeah. I made my home here. How long have you been here? So it's, I was 18 and I'm 30, so 12 years. Nice. You're here to stay? I think so. Well, but I don't know. know. Life is long, right? right? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, so. you don't know what bumps might be in the way. Yeah, <laughs> or what opportunities might be thrown at me. So, yeah. Right, totally. I, I imagine not being in a city my whole life because mm -hmm. I need to be closer to the nature, I think. 
cool. How was going to Concordia University? How many years? So the undergrad was supposed to be four years, but I did like five and a half years because school. Uh -huh. <laughs> yeah, it was just like a lot and really stressful and possibly like ADHD. It was just like hard to focus. Uh -huh. But it was good, you know, there were stressful times, but there was so many experiences and people I learned and things I learned at school. So it was good. Mm -hmm. yeah. That's beautiful. Did you study art? Yeah, I did art education specifically. So I did placements in the community and in schools to teach and facilitate art. I don't have a teaching degree, but I work in the community, so which is a way better vibe for me. It's more casual. It's not like a system that's just stressful. And, mm -hmm. um, but did you have to like learn a lot of art in order to do that program? Yeah, definitely. We had to do all the studio classes as well as education classes and then art education classes as well to like learn how to facilitate a group to do art. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nice. And why art teaching over just straight up doing art? I mean, honestly, because the security. Okay. I really thought I was going to get a job after and go into a school and I was going to be secure with finances. Yeah. Because um, we were always told that being an artist is impossible yes, to make a living. <laughs> yes. Honestly, like it's, it's classic cliche, but mm -hmm. um, I have always naturally liked to kind of command a classroom or like organize kids and stuff like that so it didn't feel too much of a stretch to do it anyway but yeah and then through university I really just felt like I didn't want to be in a school like the classrooms are huge and then they make you teach a certain thing and I just was too chaotic for that I suppose right so teaching in the community is just so much more fun smaller groups it's more casual I get to teach more of what I want yeah um, plus I get to listen to the students more and what they want to learn versus like I have to do something in the school system so I really like that too to play on what kids are inspired actually I don't just teach kids adults too uh -huh. and that's the good thing as well I'm all ages in the community nice so. that's awesome yeah like Concord is a school that you go to in Montreal if you want to make it as an artist like oh I want to be a big artist yeah what's the best art school in Montreal oh, Concordia University yeah and that program I got accepted at BC and U of Ottawa which you I went to a yes. or Carl was it Carlton? No. There's uh, Algonquin, there's Carlton. Yeah, so Norway. one of them in Ottawa, one of them in BC, and then in Montreal and oh, I cool. chose Montreal. So nice. I'm glad with my choice too. Good, I think it was a good, good one. choice. I didn't like Ottawa you. Yeah, I've heard that. I remember theory. you told me. Yeah. yeah. It sucked. Yeah. But uh, you didn't think of doing uh CGIP instead of university? I didn't even know about CGIP. Yeah. yeah, didn't even know. Grew up in Ontario. Right, because it's a know. very Quebec kind of thing. It's right? a very Quebec thing. So I went to high school till grade 12, which they don't have here because they go to CEGEP. Right. So I just went to university after. Yeah, yeah. I did two CEGEPs. Nice. Yeah, huh. I did one CEGEP in Ottawa area, Gatineau. Okay, yeah. I did three years there with visual arts. Yeah. And then after I got disillusioned by university, that sounded more like, oh, this is official. I get a piece of paper. I know. And then it's just like, I'm not learning anything here compared to what I was learning in CGIP. So right. I went back to CGIP uh -huh. here, Dawson College, and I did three years of illustration and design. Yeah. And there I feel like I got so much That's more awesome. learning. I actually, cheaper too. Yeah, way cheaper. I actually um, am the artist model at Dawson. So oh, no I, work, I work there like two to three times a week. And because I'm an artist and an art teacher, like I love being in the classroom. Mm -hmm. um, so I, I always learn from the professors um, and the students. And it's just so much fun. And I think Dawson's good vibes. Yeah, yeah Dawson's cool. Except yeah. for that shooting that happened. <laughs> I didn't know about that yeah, recently. 
No, it was like almost like 10 years ago. Oh, and I okay. was shocked. Like I was already graduating. It's like, what? Like a dude with yeah. a trench coat shows oh, up in the main agora and starts shooting people. It was only one one woman that died. Oh my God. I know. Shootings. Oh, okay. It's so <laughs> weird. It's such a like a USA thing to happen. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it happened. It happens here too, though. Yeah. Right. We got crazy people anywhere. and But yeah, Dawson's cool. I really liked it. Yeah. And I learned a lot there. And yeah. um, so you said you were a model? Yeah, I'm an artist model. I get up there naked no in front way. of the students. Whoa. They draw me. Yeah. Damn, that's ballsy. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, <laughs> it feels good. I was like nervous to start. I think I started like three years ago. I was like a bit nervous, but honestly, it's, it's so comfortable. Man, I graduated there. too early. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so um, you're a newer friend for me. Mm -hmm. uh, we've uh, hanged out in the art jam yeah. in the park yeah. and you've started coming to my house parties mm -hmm. and you're always a good vibe. And I'm really happy to, you know, that you're, you know, we're friends now. Yeah. But do you remember where we actually met? Yes. Um, I was so stoked to meet you and I thought it was so special because we weren't in Montreal. We were in um, Hungary at Ozora Festival. Uh -huh. So because I mean in Montreal it is a really big art scene. There's so many people, although it is small at the same time, but like I've seen you around. I've seen you at events. I know who you were. There's like, a million artists. Yeah, yeah, like I've seen you. An artist, then, an artist, <laughs> an artist, uh. an artist. But then <laughs> seeing you in a different continent, I was like have to go say hi and be like i live in the same city as you so right but yeah. plus plus in in hungary it's a big deal i'm there and they gave me a big wall it was a huge wall yeah, yeah. it was so hot oh dude oh super hot and i was just like my wall was just like <sighs> sun all day like you know it was know. uh crazy but i was happy to meet a montreal mm -hmm. what were you doing there oh my partner was playing he was mm -hmm. in a band playing bass for somebody who was playing there, so mm -hmm. got a free ticket. Cool, and you go. just enjoyed for a week? We were there. I wasn't there the whole week. I think I did like three to four days. Oh, yeah. DJs um, can do that. Huh? They go there and they duck out and it's good yeah, to go. Yeah, yeah. So I wasn't there the whole time. It's like huge and overwhelming. So stimulating. So <sighs> Yeah. As yeah. a visual artist, uh, you got to be there like two weeks. Because you wow. gotta get there like the week before, like at least for that festival, I went there and I painted that big mural yeah. a week before. And then after that, it's like, well, you gotta stay for the, the whole, you know, festival. And then you're like live painting a canvas mm, at the gallery. So you did more than just the mural stuff. Right. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. It was well paid, so it was cool. That's good. But it was side trance. I know. And like no no bad vibes to side no trans. bad I vibes. I love the side trans community. They're super cool, Me and too, I I yeah. can get down to side trans. Me too. I go to like the main stage, and then there's a good 15 minutes. I'm like fuck yeah, and then yeah. I'm like and finished. Yeah, <laughs> and then I leave. but yeah. two like well at least the festival was one week. Yeah. Nonstop, super loud side trance. It's like they had the other stages though, which was really cool. I saw some amazing bands. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They usually have rootsy alternatives. Yeah, mm. that was really But the good. gallery was right, so True. it was like a hill, and there was the gallery, which is a beautiful tower of yep. multi-layered. Yeah, the land and the structures were because insane. Because it, yeah. it's a permanent thing, mm -hmm. you know? They, they don't like build something and destroy it. Yeah. They keep on building every year, so it was super cool. But it was right above the main stage, yeah. so the speakers just shot us all day. <laughs> and us, the artists, it was like, 30 to 40 amazing artists yeah. and we're painting but we're just like no more side trends please <laughs> I'm gonna die here yeah it was a lot it yeah was it's lot. intense mm -hmm. so you are a person of many expressions you are an artist 
you're a performer, you're a teacher. Let's start with the art. Yes. Uh, please tell me a little bit about your art. Yeah, I would say I'm a multidisciplinary artist because I do, I do the performance and the um, teaching. I also love to experiment with all different materials. So painting and drawing is what I started with and that's my true love. But I mm -hmm. have been doing collage a lot recently. Mm -hmm, cool. Um, yeah, then going to murals has been really cool. I like to sew. Um, I want to try staying class. You painted with Slost uh, recently, right? Yeah, I painted with Slost recently. We went to um, the castle, we the, call the it. Castle. The castle. It's so not a castle. <laughs> it's not a castle. It's an abandoned military facility. Abandoned military facility. Yeah. So we went and painted there and that was a really nice day. Was that um, your first time with spray paints or you done it before? No, I've done spray paint for like six years now. Um, oh, cool. Yeah. I, I paint maybe like two to three times a year with spray paint, but mm -hmm. I like to prepare my canvases with spray paint a lot too. So mm -hmm. um, yeah, that was an exciting journey. I definitely was too cocky when I tried spray paint for the first time. So I was like painting, I can do this. And right, then like, and then this way thing just shoots and you're like, oh, yeah. <laughs> and it like looked like a child did it. And I was like, oh shit. Uh -huh. so, but it's been a fun journey and I like seeing the progress. Uh -huh. really do cool. you ever get hired to do these murals? Um, or is it just for fun? I've done some indoor murals. But that's not spray paint. Right. Because um, you value your health. <laughs> Somewhat. I mean, I should wear a mask more, probably. <laughs> we all should, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, when you blow your nose and then, like, colors come out of your nose. I'm like, I should have worn my mask, uh, I guess. Imagine, yeah. <laughs> imagine your lungs, how trippy they are. I know, it's bad. <laughs> um, yeah, but I don't think I've been hired for a spray paint one outside yet. Uh -huh. um, I've participated with Canets de Ruel. Do you know that little yeah. festival? Yeah, oh, you did that? Yeah, I've done with them a few years, so that's really fun. Yeah, that's um, cool. I've not done it yet. I, I hope to get in a jam at some point. Yeah, I mean, My I friend Adi does it a lot. You're traveling a lot in September when they do it? Or? That's when I'm landing back here usually, mm, okay, and my yeah. friend Adi does it a lot. Yeah. And I'm like, I want to do it too. But Such good vibes. Sometimes yeah. they don't ask you because they think you'd say no or something, and I'd be like, I, I do a back back alley jam like i've done yeah. i love back alley jams um i think they were asking the first few years but now they've gotten kind of bigger so you actually have to say i want to paint and then they're like oh okay you can paint cool yeah may i'll try next year if i get to come back home we'll see <laughs> as for now Jeez, yeah yeah i'm really not getting that yeah topic, you know? <laughs> but uh tell me more about the different millions that you do so you're doing collage how does that feel like yeah collage feels amazing i love to have my hands busy so like flipping through magazines and and cutting constantly um with scissors or with the exacto knife mm -hmm. is really satisfying for like my fast moving brain and hands um, and just the having all these different cutout pieces and then putting them together and mm -hmm. creating a new thing is just it's, it's really fun and therapeutic I suppose right yeah. what's the reaction of the observer or your public like um, you know compared to say like a, a mural or a painting when they see a collage they might be like oh that's something I could have grabbed from uh, Google or something mm. I don't know like sometimes uh, collage doesn't get like yeah, as respected true. for some reason um, I don't really know uh, I got accepted to be in like a little zine for one of my collages. It's hanging on the wall over there. That's why I pointed there. Mm -hmm. um, so that was pretty cool. I think people like them. I've sold a few originals too, actually, oh, cool. of collages. Yeah, yeah, because sometimes they tend to be kind of small. So people are like, oh, cool. Yeah. yeah. More affordable? Does the prices change between them? Kind of, yeah. If I keep them small, they're like pretty affordable. And that's what I'm trying to do just to market my mm -hmm. art and make it affordable different pi for uh, price points mm -hmm. yeah. yeah yeah i do like to do a variety 
of different things. Some um, mm -hmm. do big things and hope they'll sell. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's harder, but. That's the, the objective, huh? Yeah. Is that like, for art, is that like your main objective to do original pieces and selling them? It is, honestly, that's my main objective. I would love to be in galleries. Um, I'm constantly submitting to galleries. I mean, yeah, no, I've gotten into some. Um, I sold a pretty big piece out of New York one year, which is just like the highlight of my career so far. So nice. that's really cool. Congrats. Thanks. Um, yeah. And then, yeah, I'd really just love to be in galleries and like do residencies and travel and sell the originals. I know that's hard, mm -hmm. but yeah, the originals are so much better <laughs> than prints. Yeah, yeah. totally. Uh, do you, what's your percentage of you doing paintings? Like, uh, is that like what you do the most or half the time? Like. Yeah, I think painting is what I do the most. I have a separate painting studio, so all my big paintings are there. Oh, cool. Where's that? Um, it's at the Grover Building. You actually went for you went for one at someone's interview at the Slowest? Grover Building. No, no, no not Slowest. Um, oh, Jason Bachman. Yeah, Jason Bachman. Oh, you're there. in that building. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So oh, cool. I'm in that building in a shared space, and I like to have the bigger room and that it's just for painting. Right. Because when I'm here, like I love my space and I putter around, but. I, yeah, I can't make a mess constantly and like I'm like, ooh, collage, and then I'm like, ooh, sewing, and then I'm like, ooh, this. And then your partner's like, <laughs> come on, Katie, like, we gotta have make a meal here. Yeah, no, for sure. He's like, can I like use the table? I'm like, sorry. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah, actually, this is kind of funny. I hope it's not distasteful, but my parents call me Hurricane Katrina. It's not even my name, but when I come home, they're like, oh, here's Hurricane Katrina, because I just like spread out everywhere. What a disaster. What a disaster. <laughs> a natural disaster. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> but so uh, yeah, so it's nice when I go there because it's like, oh, all I can do is paint. Right. That's why you're there. Yeah. It's I'm like, oh, okay, I'll paint because there's not other options. It's not so. even that close to here. It's not that far neither. Will you bike there? Um, yeah, I bike, walk, or drive depending if I'm bringing a bunch of stuff there. And yeah, mm -hmm. I think the distance is pretty perfect. It's not too far and it's not too close. It's, it's good. Right. Yeah. You can make all your messes there and just uh, dive in. So like most yeah. of your paintings are there. Yeah, all my in-progress paintings are there and some of the bigger ones that I just don't have room on the walls for are mm -hmm. over there. What's your uh, medium of preference? For I painting? do acrylic because I work fast. Um, I do like oil and so like there's one there that's oil and then that one's acrylic and spray paint. It's just uh, oil is slow. Right. And smells. So and it's got all these chemicals that you yeah, don't want to rub your face with. Yeah, and I feel like it's daunting to like get all my materials out to oil paint where acrylic I'm just like super fast. Um, right. Because I'm pretty like impulsive and spontaneous when I create. So mm -hmm. totally. Um, like I understand. I, like, yeah. I wish I painted more oils. I know they're, they're creamy and beautiful, but the effects are worth it. You know, yeah. it's the master's technique. Yeah. And yeah. it's just, I'm just like, ah, it's such a hassle. Let's just do it. With, I can do it with acrylic. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, and somehow the oil paint gets everywhere. Like, mm. I'm, it's like on me and then it's like in the bedroom and then it's like on my coats in the closet. And I'm like, how did, it's, it's messy. Yeah, it's sticky. Yeah. yeah, it's sticky. And you got to know all your, your mediums mm. and uh, the uh, things to wash the brushes properly. Yeah, I mean... That's no problem. Really, Definitely not something you could do here at home. No. So I do have one oil painting I'm working on right now at my studio. I do it whenever I feel like it. Mm -hmm, nice. Yeah. So what's the subject matter of your paintings? What, what's your art about? If you could My art is, it. yeah, my art is psychedelic and magical. Um, I guess around <laughs> pop surrealism sort of vibe. 
because um, I do like to try to get my art a little bit realistic and then I like switch it to be psychedelic and, mm -hmm. and magical. Um, also because I'm just not good enough to do super realistic. <laughs> nah, whatever. Um, what is good, you know? Yeah. Like is good doing things. Technically skilled to paint a photograph exactly well, the same. <laughs> you know, is that, the, is that the objective of art for us to paint things like as if we're a photo camera or for us to invent our own I mean, own it's shit? not the objective and I get that with my students a lot when I'm teaching they you know have a reference picture and they're trying to copy it and then they're getting frustrated because it doesn't look exactly like the picture and i'm like that's not the objective though because you're not a camera just like you said mm -hmm. um, we want to exercise your imagination so in my practice i do start with reference pictures a lot because i like the realistic start to things and then i'll put the reference picture away and then go with feeling so mm -hmm. i even get my students to do something similar i'm like okay like you like this painting or this picture you can copy it to start with but then I'm going to take it away and you kind of have to finish it on your own with your own imagination so mm -hmm. that yeah I think that's what makes good art is it having heart and like feeling to it right yeah it's the balance between style and originality yeah and also the technique to achieve what you want to achieve so exactly. it, it's good to have the ability to do mm -hmm. realism to the best of your ability. Sure, yeah. Because then you'll be it's able to It's admirable for sure, but like mm. there's so many other things within art and painting and drawing that's admirable too. Right, yeah. totally. Yeah. So what, what's the topics? Topics, yeah, aliens. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, aliens, just stuff that looks surreal and trippy and strange. I like people to be like, that's strange. Mm -hmm. um, I definitely do like the push and pull of like beautiful versus ugly and like cute versus yeah i guess like dark dark yeah. yeah um because you got a dark side huh well yeah the dark side <laughs> um <laughs> star wars I forget what i was saying you're My talking about the pull in the pull between the yeah. light and the dark oh painting. just because i use life as such an overwhelming inspirational tool and it's not just full of good things it's it's bad things too and mm -hmm. that can be really overwhelming in life just like oh my gosh this really extremely good thing just happened to me and then next week like this really extremely bad thing happened to me mm -hmm. so the the duality of life i find goes into my paintings a lot duality i guess right. is a theme i explore a lot i, I love that too I, yeah. I like to do that too this uh expression of being weird or alien is that like a reflection of yourself do you feel like a, you were an alien at some point or do you feel strange in the world of normies definitely definitely Tell me about i'm it. colorful which definitely stands out a lot um and i think for a while i suppressed wearing colors too much um and also i at one point felt too old for the way I was dressing. I was like, I dress like I'm too young. Maybe I shouldn't do this. But then at one point I'm like, fuck it. I'm going to wear my hair in pigtails and I'm going to look like however I want you to see look. You're 30, right? Sorry, what? Yeah, 30. Yeah, you're yeah. still super young. Well, I want to do it when I'm 50 too. Why not? Yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. My, my, uh, my ex-wife is uh, almost 40 and she still has rainbow hair. Yeah. And I'm 42 and I still use shorts and a t-shirt and what? I'm going to like, hey, you're old now. Start dressing with a suit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, <"What>? no. <laughs> okay. No, we just get my tie. Yeah. No, man. I'll use a shirt sometimes to put on a nice shirt, you know, try to play the host here. But, you yeah, know, let's yeah. be kids forever. <laughs> no, for sure. Yeah. And like my students and the kids I work with, they like it. They feel comfortable and fun with me and I'm just like being myself. So it's good. And they definitely are surprised and admired. And the tattoos too. They're just like, oh, like, whoa. But 
Mm -hmm. it's, it's a good kind of lesson to just be like, yeah, be yourself. And I do get a lot of comments like, oh, I don't like tattoos. I wouldn't get tattoos. And I'm like, it's fine. You don't have to, right? Like do I'm doing what I want right. and you're doing what you want. You right. want. I was so. actually teaching high schools and elementary schools in Montreal at some point yeah. uh, before I got the confidence to teach uh, adults. Yeah. I was teaching workshops, three-day workshops, nice. skateboard art. Skateboard art, yeah. yeah. Okay. And uh, it was super fun. And I'd show up with my big dreadlocks and tattoos. <laughs> and the students are all like, whoa, this guy is cool. <laughs> yeah. So then they'd respect me more than the teacher. And the teacher's like, good job. They're listening to you more than they listen yeah. to me. And the students would ask me like, so you smoke weed, right? <laughs> and at the time I wasn't. Because of the dreadlocks. <laughs> right. You know? But the things like they, they, would, they would invite me to, pay, uh, to teach at a lot of these schools with trouble kids. I don't know why. Okay. And and all these trouble kids smoke weed, and they're all like, "So you smoke weed?" And I'd be like, "No, I don't smoke weed anymore. I had yeah. my time." Yeah, and then yeah. I just, you know, I I stopped it because of this and that. And the kids are like, "What?" And the teacher was like, "Good, thank you." <laughs> like, you know, because all the role models are always saying like, "This yeah, is cool and that's cool," right. and I'm just keeping my honest, you know, where I'm at at yeah. the time. Yeah. Yeah. So. That's good. But stuff. also not judging. It's like, oh well. You are 15 years old. I wouldn't do it at 15, but like, you yeah. know, I started at 18 myself mm -hmm. once I was quote unquote an adult. Yeah. So. What, do you smoke weed? I do smoke weed. I smoke weed a lot. Sometimes too much, I think. Uh -huh. um, what is the definition of too much? When I give myself anxiety from it because mm. I'm already an anxious person and then sometimes I use it and it's unpredictable for I think someone mm. that has anxiety because sometimes right. it calms you down and then mm. other times it makes it worse right so sometimes I'm well, when it makes me worse I'm like fuck I like smoke too much but then I do reflect and I think about like life and if there's other things that are stressing me out too and right. um, it's always good to take a break to be like sober to just like refresh yourself because um, you are clear-minded when you're not using things right totally <laughs> yeah. well i think that's the main reason why i don't smoke mm -hmm. much anymore like i think these days i'm smoking like once a week yeah and usually it's once i'm drunk already <laughs> i'm drunk and that one right. little hit of weed is just gonna take me to the <laughs> moon whenever we hang out you're like at the end of the night at the, I'll smoke at the end way. of the night yeah. i'll take my toke <laughs> yeah yeah no pa pass the vinyl cover please <laughs> Um, uh, I, I take a few days, a, I try to take a few days a week off from smoking now. Like, I'll just do it on my days off. Mm -hmm. I, like, don't really have other responsibilities and I can just kind of create and... Well, that sounds very measured. Out. Yeah, yeah, I try yeah. my best. But it is a gamble, at least to me. Like, if I was to, like, say, we're jamming at the park and somebody's smoking a joint and they pass it to me, it's like, oh, yeah, fuck it, let's do it. And then I'll just get so paranoid, like... It is oh. a gamble, yeah. Like, oh, everybody's looking at me right now and I'm yeah. just really not feeling in my center and it mm -hmm. just will fuck me up. And yeah. I really don't want to, like, uh, vibrate at that yeah. in that way at no point yeah. because then I get used to acting that way. I want to just be, like, chilling. So I avoid it. Yeah, interesting. I'm definitely used to smoking so I can, like, get myself out of state sometimes because right. I've smoked so much. But um, it's, like... And then I like some other psychedelics, but I really, like, I don't drink alcohol very much. Don't mm -hmm. vibe with that. Um, I'll just have, like, one or two drinks every once in a while. Mostly just, like, at house parties, honestly. Like, right. I go to a house party and I have a few drinks. Like, that just feels good to me. Right. Or get your buzz on. Yeah, or if I meet... <laughs> no, for sure, though. Yeah. I know my limit and I just, like, get my buzz on. Yeah. Or um, I do like to go out to bars, you know, and get, like, a fancy drink and, like, the aesthetic Ooh. of bars You're right whatever. next to a cool bar right there, right? Which bar? The, the one in the corner? No, the one right across the pizza place? Is that a bar? 
Uh, no, it used to be like a mussels restaurant, and then oh. now it's a Mexican restaurant. Okay, yeah. it's got this bar vibe to me, but yeah, you know. What bars do you go here in Montreal? I mean, the pandemic, I haven't been to like any bars. Yeah. Um, not much, honestly. I don't really go out to bars much. Yeah, me yeah. neither. So as a, a psychedelic artist, mm -hmm. do you do a lot of psychedelics? You mentioned you did. Yeah, I mean, what's a lot? Like, I do psychedelics. Well, I, I like to have my lot, trips. Yeah, I like to have my trips. Um, what is your, uh, your medicine? Uh, just mushrooms, LSD. Yeah, sometimes DMT. Um, oh, yeah. We'll do those. Uh, usually when I'm in nature, honestly. Like, I'll microdose mushrooms a bit in the city just mm -hmm. for, like, good vibes. But I've had too many bad experiences on LSD in the city. And I'm just like, I will do it when I'm in the forest or in nature. Right. So, um, Nice. Yeah. And DMT the same. No, DMT was wherever. It's a shorter. Uh -huh. LSD is just such a commitment. Because <laughs> so, it's many hours. Yeah, it's so many hours. Right. So um, DMT is like way less of a commitment. So. Right. And plus you're removed from your environment in a way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nice. And what are the lessons you've learned from these uh, investigations in the mm -hmm. other side of reality? Mm -hmm. um, I've learned a lot about... It, like I feel like it teaches me a lot about anxiety because honestly I'm such an anxious person like I'm always on the go <laughs> OCD like fast mm -hmm. fast fast so it kind of puts me in place and will like calm me down a bit maybe not mm. during but after for sure mm. um, and it, it just it, it becomes inspiring and it makes you feel smaller like puts you in perspective Mm -hmm. I feel like that's a, like it, a vibe because you pull out and you get the higher perspective of what you're you're about and then mm -hmm. you come back down you yeah and like little sort of life problems and things I was stressing about kind of disappear and it's just like oh you shouldn't put so much energy to stress on those things like don't don't do that like you're mm -hmm. so small compared to the the big picture so I feel like right. that's what I get out a lot of it um and then quite a few LSD trips are just like they're fun and I'm like I'm glad I did that uh -huh. that was fun yeah, yeah it's good to also do yeah. it sometimes just for like you know recreation as it's called now. yeah yeah <laughs> so it's just like that was great <laughs> yeah, yeah. nice chill. do you go to like festivals out here is that like a festival like an environment you yeah I would in? do it in a festival environment um yeah I'll go to like a festival or two every every year around here or somewhere else um yeah kind of all over Ontario or around here or Hungary <laughs> uh -huh. yeah. like psychedelic music electronic yeah or? and it's a lot because my partner is a um producer Ogwab um he gets gigs and I like to go to him with go there with him what's his DJ name or producer name it's Ogglob O-G-L-O-B what kind yeah. of music is it the bass is Psytrance but he really likes variety as well I think that's why we connect so well so he'll add like so many other genres into his music um, so it's like a nice a nice trip through his sets it's not just like the Psytrance the whole time so I appreciate that and that's what he's trying to do like break away from the constant same psytrance sound mm -hmm. so fun. in these festivals you you might trip a little bit or is that like maybe too many people or too intense or <sighs> yeah it is it's different um i know i don't yeah i will it depends like who i'm with um it depends on the festival like i definitely got overstimulated at ozora and like had to like leave the grounds sometimes mm. and just be like woo 
who need alone time. Like a lot of people. It's a that lot. was that was like what a hundred thousand at least. Mm, you think it was that big? I don't know. I didn't count <gasps> them, but it was I, like a lot of space with a lot, a lot it was of people. Definitely like three hundred thousand or something. Fifty thousand. Sorry, three thirty thousand. <laughs> right. Math. It's like a hundred thousand. I'll fucking triple that shit. You tricking me at the beginning when you walked in saying you had math questions for uh, me. I was like, no. <laughs> thirty thousand. I think 000. it had like thirty thousand. Yeah. Which is, it was so. It was pretty. a lot of people. It was yeah. a lot. And they're very trippy tribe. Yeah, yeah. So. Those Europeans are wild. They're wild. Yeah, and I can honestly get like triggered from other people partying too much with substances i'm just mm. like whoa it's way past my limit like i need to go <sighs> be with myself for a bit i can't believe like, some people that just go day and day after day just going it's so. not for me at all and i even like of course people do whatever like it's your life but it does even affect me seeing people like that i'm just like whoa so past my boundaries and limits i have to like right. not see that <laughs> it's pretty intense it's it, it affects me too and i gotta perform and i'm very open like i'm there painting anyone can come at me and and talk, and, and talk to me and they might be like in some other universe and i respect them and honor them and i'm holding space course, for them but at the same time they're yeah they are sucking me into something where i'm like oh i don't want to lose my balance here mm -hmm. i know you know, so many yeah. times at festivals, I put on my own earbuds and just listen to calm shamanic music yeah, and I'm just yeah. doing my thing. For and sure, <laughs> especially working, like you need to keep a level head. So that's a, that's a good coping thing. Yeah. And I already got the, the spray paint fumes to get yeah. me high. <laughs> <laughs> you um, guys are high on LSD, I'm high on spray paint. Ah. <laughs> yeah. Some people actually sit close to my mural sometimes to get high on spray oh paint. <laughs> They're like, I'm getting lightheaded. Let's stick around here. Wow. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of weird. Um, uh, do you ever sell art at these festivals? I've vended a few times, but honestly, it's way too stressful. Like, people are fucked up everywhere. And like, my art babies and all of my stuff is like there mm. and I have to watch it. And it's stressful to do that. So over the years, I started packing smaller, like you know, like a suitcase or a portfolio or like have my stickers so I could just set up with mm -hmm. like a small amount of stuff. And mm -hmm. that actually has proven to work really well. People will just like see the stickers or the prints and they'll, yeah. they'll maybe buy it. Um, and it's less stress for me. Cause right. It's what kind of lot. products do you get? Yeah, I have prints, stickers. Stickers always do so well. People like love stickers because they're cheap and people mm -hmm. love to stick stickers on things yeah and then um, your art's around yeah exactly clothing too sometimes because i print my art on clothing just like you um mm -hmm. so like t-shirts and the crop tops they do pretty well nice what about patches patches i don't do patches i do pins i have one pin oh nice that's a cool one there's plenty of these ones um okay. in my shop support katipaglialunga.com no, so what, what's your what's your this is what called page? shoot for the stars this pin because you should shoot for the stars um yeah i have a shop that i call taking trips that's my brand because uh -huh. um, i think that life is full of trips <laughs> psychedelic and just like going to the corner store trip um right because it is life is just full of us taking That's trips fun. yeah and um then my art you know i'm taking a trip to create and uh -huh. take a trip into my art like yeah. I was thinking patches because like I could see like putting cool trippy patches so all true. over your expression. It yeah. just seems like. Um, do you ever do any clothing where you sew or like? I do. Stuff? There's one right there. So I don't think the camera can pick Ooh. that up, but I sewed all those pieces on there. Mm -hmm. I should do patches. I have a patch of yours, the the Bart. 
Okay, Bart nice. Simpson. I, I got it when I was in Colorado. It was the last one in the oh, Grassroots. Is that the name of it? Grassroots there? California. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they had one there. Cool. Yeah, they had one there, so I was stoked to get that. Yeah, yeah. I haven't done patches yet. I, I should. I just yeah, have yeah. To, you know. Totally. You'll hit do me it. up and I'll let you know where, where to make them quality style. Nice. Yes, yeah. quality good. I, I like him because I like making these like fancy jackets. Yeah. For, like, you know, it's so fun. It's I actually have, a f I have three um, like vests I'm planning for friends because they're so fun to curate also. So I've been collecting patches for them. Mm -hmm. so yeah, it is. It's fun. Nice. So the art career is like, you know, advancing slowly, even the bumps of COVID. Yeah. Got in the way. So art career is advancing. Um, art careers most of the time are slow climb. Um, and I accepted that like a few years ago when I actually did, you know, year to year see the climb. And I'm like, hey, I'm just doing it. Right. I'm doing it. As long as you're doing it, you're happy. Yeah, I'm just continually doing it. Um, I find Montreal's a hard city to make it as an artist mm, because there's just so many. There's so many. And people are kind of like broke or the budget's less there. Yeah. Or maybe people don't even like appreciate it so much because there's just so much of it that it's like, maybe why should I spend so much money when there's just, you know, I'm inundated by it. It's true though. I can't, it's so rich with art here. Like when I traveled to other cities, where um, I just went to Calgary recently and like, there's some cool murals, but like don't really see many art stores or or that kind of vibe. Um, there's a lot of artists here. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I uh, my my levy wand that I dance with. Mm -hmm. um, I've made pretty good connections in that community, so I get a lot of people supporting my art um, from mm -hmm. that community. So that's cool. I like that. So you got your yeah. own niches. Yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. little niches. Um, I mean, the internet is a great tool. Yeah, I think I make sales from Instagram, like. I notice when I'm more active on social medias, like I do make sales or mm -hmm. like get more likes or followers. Mm. So it's a good tool to use. It can right. be exhausting, but. <laughs> but then you also got the, the teaching career happening. Yeah. Okay. Right. So I teach at um, a community school called Paramount Study. And Where's that? it's near Snowden Station. So okay. Cote, de, Cote de Neige. So it's like a physical place you go yeah, to. Yeah, it's a physical place. Um, I've been there. I, I got the job on Craigslist when I was 18. Oh wow. Or 19. So I've just been with them since then. Damn, and they're family. amazing. Yeah, family. I love them. Um, through all the ups and downs, like I needed to take off time to figure myself out, um, to, to do other things. Like they're just the best. And so I paint, I bring paintings in there that I think um, that population would, would like. Not a lot of my weird stuff. It's more just like nature stuff. Because <laughs> mm -hmm. like, this is creepy. <laughs> Thank you. Like, um, so what's I've actually. The, what's the age group? The age group, it's all different ages, um, six to 40, 50. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I have a lot of six, seven, eight year olds right now. So mm -hmm. it's cute. Um, but yeah, I sell some paintings through there. So it's really oh, awesome. Nice. Um, I sold a mushroom, little mushroom painting today from there. So. Nice. Yeah. So Did really you tell cool. me you s uh, also taught online to like Chinese people or something like that? Yeah. So the community center I work at, it's mostly Chinese population uh -huh. um my boss is chinese so lots of the students are chinese um i traveled to china to teach Duck. twice they nice. sent me to china it was really awesome i was so grateful and it was insane experience being in um an asian country where you can't read signs wow <laughs> yeah how could you teach if you didn't have the language well we got translators and uh. then like honestly some people do speak english mm -hmm. um and then because it's art it's visual too so um, yeah, that was really good. I went twice um, and we taught because we have lesson books. So I kind of 
taught teachers how to use the lesson book and mm. showed them how we use it in our school. Um, and then I talked about my paintings and things like that. So wow, so cool. How yeah, you like really China? Cool. Yeah, I love China. Food's yeah. great. Which city? Um, first time I went to um, Chengdu and that was really cool i got to paint a mural there actually that Sick. was really sweet so i got to find like the only spray paint store in Chengdu. Um, nice. they, they vibed with them they were really cool um, and then i painted like a, a little wall and the food is very spicy there <laughs> had like diarrhea the whole time oh no <laughs> it was brutal but um yeah it was a good experience and then the second time i went to shanghai and hangzhou and they were really cool cities too and Super cool. Yeah. Nice. I've only been to China for one day. One day? Yeah. Okay. It was a 10-hour layover, so mm. I hired a dude to, like, take me around. And nice. Had a good time. Yeah. But I really want to do, like, a proper China mission one yeah, day. Yeah, it's like, amazing. As you paint so a mural cool. or do an yeah. offering. Yeah. We'll see what happens. Yeah, it's Maybe great. once China takes over the world, you know, everything will be China. Everything will be China. <laughs> <laughs> um, Crazy. So now tell me a little bit more about your, your performance stuff. Let's yeah. start with uh, your, your magic stick thing. What stick. is that magic stick you yeah, play with? Yeah, my magic stick. I love it. Lots of people, when they see me in real life, they're like, so how about that magic stick? I'm like, yes. <laughs> Does <laughs> um, it have like a name? Yeah, it's called a levitation wand because it looks like it's floating. It looks like okay. it's levitating. We call them a levy wand. Um, yeah, I guess I started dancing and performing with it like six, six years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's a pretty niche um, community in the like flow toys, like people do poi or staff, not that many people do the levy wand. I really love the community and I just love how it, it's like a magic thing and I just, I love magic. Um, mm-hmm. And people are amazed, they're like, wow, it's magic, how is this working? And I'm like, yes, mm-hmm. I'm a wizard. So cool, <laughs> so like what, like do people ever, uh, I'm sure you get invited to parties to, uh, to, to dance, but do you ever get like hired? Or? I've been hired a few times. Mm-hmm. Um, I've done a couple parties um, and performances. Here in Canada? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, mostly just in Quebec, in Montreal. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, no, Toronto I did once as well. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean, I don't really like promote that too much. Like be like, hire me, hire me. It's just mm-hmm. kind of like, oh, you do this thing. Do you want to perform? I'm like, yes. Yeah, let's have fun. <laughs> yeah. Do you do any other flow expressions, any fire situation? No, I really want to do fire. I need to buy myself a fire levy wand. Um, oh. I have not done fire yet. I would like to, yeah. Nice. Do you do flow stuff? Uh, I've... <laughs> <laughs> I uh no uh, but I have no. <laughs> it's kind of like I think like when I was in Thailand somebody gave me like some poise with fire just straight up oh my and god I just started like <laughs> swinging it all over places place like I'm gonna burn my dreads with this shit <laughs> seriously yeah I think I hit my back and the it was poise just... are hard I cannot pick up poise I'm like there's two of them like what mm. hitting myself in the head mm. yeah sometimes I'll grab like a like a hula hoop and start doing my own moves. It's such a, like a big thing in the whole festival scene. Yeah, and, lots of hula hoopers. And the girls like really rock it. So sometimes like, yeah, let yeah. me let me give this a shot. And then start making my own skater moves with yes, it. Yes, true. You know, and it's like so not elegant or beautiful, but at least it's original. Yeah. <laughs> my, my technique is not good. Wow, his expression. Yeah. Good for him. Yeah. <laughs> no, I tried hula hoop for my first uh, flow, t- flow prop, um, and I just couldn't really vibe with it. I just did the classic like, all right, okay, now what? Like, mm-hmm. Some of these people are like so good. Right. Flipping it around and stuff, so. Right, I'm sure yeah. it takes like a, like a year or two to get it like yeah. to that 
to the degree. But I, I just didn't have the passion to do it. I had the passion for Levy One, which people, when they pick it up, they're like, what? How do you do this? Yeah. And it's like, yeah, I just practice. Lots of practice. Uh-huh. Sick. Well, good job for doing your thing and being original. Yeah. So uh, another performance that you do is you're a clown. <laughs> yeah. Tell me the experience <laughs> of being a clown. So I don't actually do performances as a clown. Is it you call I'm a performance? Or? Shy, but I love the because I love the makeup and the costumes with it. So I'll do like photo shoots. Okay. Um, maybe one time I did my Levy one as a clown as well. Uh -huh. um, yeah, I just love it because <laughs> life's a joke. It's so like overwhelming. So I like to be a clown. Um, Why? Because like they're funny or they're sad too. Uh -huh. So I actually dress up as a clown a lot when I'm sad uh -huh. um, to just like laugh at life and the seriousness of it. So it's like a makeup photo shoot kind of situation. It's not like you're dressing as a clown and showing up somewhere and be no. like, hey, everybody, yeah, I don't listen think to this joke. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I could do that. Like, I think I'm too mm. shy. I'm not like I don't have an, an act that I would I would do. It's purely like aesthetic. Like, uh -huh. I just want to be a cute, weird clown Aww, costume, makeup stuff. Yeah, I like those girls that like will spend hours to do a makeup and yeah. then it's a picture where you're like whoa like yeah. that's crazy yeah, totally. not only beautiful but also like very interdimensional mm -hmm. and just like special you know yeah and like, like once again it's just another art form and even just like paint painting art mm -hmm. form so I've, I've been pretty interested in that have um, you face painted other people no but I just recently bought a set of really good body paints to like do more clown makeup, but mm -hmm. it would be really cool to paint other people too because body painting yeah. is amazing as well. Yeah, that's um, fine. I like to paint my face once in a while. Whenever I feel not weird enough at a place, I mm. usually will face paint myself. Yeah. Like, so when I went to Burning Man, I'm like, yeah. I'm not weird enough here. Like, <laughs> so I'm gonna paint my face, so at least there's something crazy about me because I'm just not making the cut here. Oh <laughs> man, this will make me stand out. Yeah. yeah. Maybe now, uh, you know, people will, will think I'm cool. Um, but uh, what I was going to ask, oh uh, uh, yeah, you know what, once I did a performance as a clown. No way. People know this. Uh, I was 12 years old, oh I was God. in Peru, <laughs> and my cousin, who was 5 years old, and his family wanted to have a birthday party, but they couldn't afford a clown, so they hired me to oh do it. Oh my gosh, yeah. is there some way you can like do a cut to in our interview of like a picture of you? I got a, a picture somewhere, <laughs> and in the picture like my uncle's like just drinking rum in the back. <laughs> <laughs> and then just like I dressed up with all my most colorful surf clothes oh and painted gosh. my face and started just 12. like 12 that's so funny right it, it was like hey it was money at 12 so yeah, that's, that's so amazing like, I'm not gonna pursue a career as a clown do people do clown like do clowns do birthday parties anymore is that like a thing I remember as a kid like a clown was I mean, like a yeah, must as a kid's birthday party but isn't clown school like really intense that's what I've heard it's like very serious and intense whoa real thing like yeah. th i imagine if you're becoming a clown here in montreal is to become like a cirque du soleil performance yeah. kind of situation yeah, i guess right? so yeah because we have cirque du soleil here. not like a five-year-old kid party where you got paid 20 bucks and, and you, you possibly are a murderer <laughs> 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 well that's the scary thing about the clowns right there's this dark clown thing they're kind of yeah. spooky and yeah. 
Well, luckily yeah. you're not that person, right? I'm not a scary clown. <laughs> like I can't. I can be creepy, but like yeah. not scary. Yeah. Well, uh, thank you for being one of the positive clowns in this world. There you go. Yeah. yeah. And people are always making fun of clowns. It's no, like, oh, stop being scared. such a clown. It's like, yeah. oh, what's wrong with being a clown? Yeah. A clown's a happy character that makes yeah, people like laugh. Yeah, like I kind like, of said, it reminds me not to be so serious. Just like, <laughs> like yeah. Mm -hmm. It's fun to be silly. Well, thank you for being so unique and expressive. Yes, I. <laughs> Another thing I find very interesting about you, Kathy Paglialunga, is uh, you're polyamorous, right? Yes. So you got a boyfriend, yes. but you also got a girlfriend. Yes. How does that work? Yeah, um, I mean, it's working pretty well. It's been a few years of journeying up to this with my boyfriend. Um, just kind of lots of communication, just expressing, like, needs. Um, mm -hmm. It's kind of in my opinion like there's no problems with monogamy of course but in my opinion it's hard to put so much pressure onto like one relationship right. um and it's really made me think about all different relationships um like i love my friends dearly and i would support my friends and do so much for my friends um so we're just adding in a partner where you you're mm -hmm. sexual as well and possibly like, fall in love does uh, is your girlfriend only for you or he can have her too <laughs> or is is like no she's mine um i mean it's just it's it's open to whatever and can all he, of us can he have a girlfriend on his on he the does side? have a girlfriend so yeah. he's got it somebody he's got another he's got a girlfriend um, is that not difficult i mean there are things that are difficult about it but there's also things that are difficult about any relationship so we kind right. of just tackle them mm tackle things as it comes um i ask because like you know maybe at points of my development like say my early 20s yeah. i'd be like i want more than one girlfriend yeah. you know and that sounds good for me but then like when you have a girlfriend it's like oh well they want uh, uh, to be with an our man too i'd be like oh no no yeah. that, that, that's, that i don't know if i could do that no for sure there's it's something very brave and a, a, a big yeah. confidence about it there you know? is there is kind of a big confidence about it um to be confident and that these people love you in a unique way and then also the other people love you in a unique way that and you it's won't lose them or something. yeah and it's it's sharing um i mean yeah it's interesting it's kind of kind of new for me i guess it's been a few few years like i said working up towards it and now we're like doing it so mm -hmm. So it's very respectful and conscious. It's not like a free-for-all, like, no. we're polyamorous now, and you just go nuts everywhere. Yeah, that's everybody. the thing, and I think that's the taboo about polyamory, is people think you're just like, oh, I do what I want and have sex with all these people. And it's like, well, no, you're still in committed relationships, and you have to talk about things, and, like, both people have to, like, you know, feel okay about whatever, and you're making your own rules. Mm -hmm. So What if you didn't like the energy of the partner that your partner's choosing? I mean, that definitely can happen. Um, and then you just kind of assess, like some people don't necessarily want to hang out with their partner's partners, so you just don't, right? Right. Um, and yeah, if it overwhelms you to like see other partners of your partners, then just like don't do that kind of vibe. Mm -hmm. um, do you think like the energies mix at all, even though things are separated? Um, yeah, for sure. Like, um, yeah, like, there, people can do whatever they want. Sometimes they really don't want to meet any partners. Um, some people are like, 
really close to their partners and I'm definitely kind of like just in the middle like I'd like to meet them and like you know I can talk to them but like I don't need to hang out with them all the time like, right right yeah. what about your partner how, how is she she's great she kind of <laughs> looks like you right from the picture <laughs> I see on your insta that's so funny um sometimes my boyfriend and I can also kind of look like each other. Oh, no, I don't know. Do you ever find that with any of your partners? I've had girlfriends that kind of got a, a vibe that look like me. Yeah, but in even if version. it's just like the way you dress or the way you stand or something, it makes sense that you're attracted to people that kind of look or resemble you. You know something that's kind of weird? It's not so much that they look like me, but no, they might look like my dad or my mom. I mean, they, so yeah. I, I usually, and this is so weird, and maybe it's like an Oedipus complex, that I go for girls that kind of got a vibe that's like gringa like my mom uh -huh. or like dark features like my dad. Yeah, I mean, there's so I much psychology why. about that. It makes sense. It's familiar. It's someone else that you love. It's right? nurturing. Love, it's nurturing. It's comfortable. Yeah, no, my dad is a very like handyman. He fixes everything like a MacGyver. Um, so whenever Alex, my, my partner, whenever he fixes things, like... I get like all like oh, and like happy because it reminds <laughs> me of my dad. I don't know. I'm like a real man. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That's a real thing. That yeah. toilet, oh, that toilet won't run forever. He will fix it. And then we'll clean it with the Ajax cleaner. Yes. <laughs> and then you'll call your town owner. All right, town of Ajax, we got a problem here. Honestly, whenever <laughs> I think of Ajax like cleaning stuff, I think about my weird. Um, addiction and there was a guy that would like eat the cleaner <gasps> did you ever watch those shows whoa no so extreme yeah. that sounds very bad for oh uh, yeah very bad he would like lick his fingers like the fun dip like the candy he would oh, eat it damn no anyway, that sounds that's very what I always not think about. a good thing <laughs> yeah no um katie this world is in a tricky situation right now there's some dark energies mm -hmm. there's uh i don't even have to name it uh, the world's always been quite crazy as far as I've observed it, but it seems yeah. like things are intensifying. What is your best approach to alleviate a little bit of that? You know, I know you already do it in your life by teaching, by doing art, by being a lovely person, mm -hmm. by shining your light. <laughs> but, uh, you know, what can we do to make this, you know, this world a little bit of a nicer place? I know, right? Yeah, I mean, it definitely starts with you the individual self just um good vibes and doing well for yourself to, and then to be able to pass on and give to other people of course we i mean most people i think get really stressed watching the news a lot or like being on social media and like seeing people post memes and like all this stuff like i definitely get overwhelmed and i'm just like whoa we can avoid the news lot. but still social media will social get you media, yeah so much and it's true it really does feel like things are intensifying over the past few years like all over the world there's like some sort of crisis happening which I guess has maybe always been happening but it seems really intense lately um, yeah non-stop yeah uh, yeah what to do I mean I like to create art how and can you solve it Katie you by yourself <laughs> oh it's up to me okay. no, I'm just joking. Um, that's too much pressure <laughs> it's a group effort for sure but uh, I you need, know. like powers I don't know yeah God well powers. you're just you're already doing it in your life as i said you know by doing your art by teaching by being a lovely person by yeah. being positive yeah yeah trying to just like spread positivity and and being kind kindness for sure because mm -hmm. um, i Which like when people sometimes. are kind to me so i try to be kind to others it can be difficult because it depends what you're going through and it can be hard to to be kind sometimes but mm -hmm. 
Yeah. Like sometimes I walk, like walk, when I'm happy, I like walking down the street, like really smiling. Yeah. And then I'll see somebody who won't smile back, and it's like, oh man, how can I make him smile? But then there's days where I'm like really bummed out on my bike, and there's other people smiling. It's like I don't feel like smiling right now. <laughs> I'm sorry. For real, right? Yeah, yeah. Life is so up and down. Yeah. yeah we're, we're sensitive humans. We are sensitive. So uh, what's your plans for the winter? We're in fall right now. Are you going to stay here? Yeah, yeah I'm going to stay here. Actually, my mom messaged me the other day and said she really wants to go on a family vacation. So I think she's taking us to Greece in Ooh, November. So European vacation. Yeah, European vacation. I've never been to Greece, so that will be really cool. Uh-huh. I've never been to Greece neither. No? I really, I really yeah. want to go to Greece and Turkey. Yeah, oh, yeah, I've too. never been to Turkey either. So yeah, yeah I'm excited. Um, hopefully that happens. She's still like planning it, so that'll be nice. Paint the mural when you're there. Yeah, I should try for sure. Punch it down. Yeah, no, I'm sure I can make that happen. Yeah, yeah. Sick. Yeah. So me, my brother, my mom, and my dad will go. Yeah. Be cool. Beautiful. Okay. Um, any last words you'd like to say to the millions and millions of viewers who watch your show? I every mean, episode? millions and millions. It's huge. This <laughs> Please show. look at me online. Um, <laughs> like my things. Uh, buy art, maybe. Just send me a kind message. Uh, connect. Send with me Katie. a joke. That would be amazing. Yeah, <laughs> connect with the yeah. beautiful Kathy Paglialunga. Amazing. I'm so like honored for the exposure and to be a part of this family oh, yeah. Yes, yeah. Yes. thank you so much for so being great. part of chris dyer's creative friends and thank you the viewers who's uh, you know watch these episodes yes. every time they come out now we got them uh, not only on youtube where you might be watching it right now but also i put them on spotify apple google anchor i'm trying to make it accessible to the best of my capacities so we can all enjoy these beautiful people i like to share with you. So thank you so much, and I'll see you next time. Blessings! <laughs> Woo! Next episode, my guest will be I Monkey. Graffiti, but I do a lot of brush work, a lot of calligraphy, and I try to explore. I feel we, we reap what we sow, but it's important to know how you harvest from a tree. You know, you need to have many branches to your tree to be able to harvest all the time. Certain season, certain branches will be hit stronger. They'll give more fruit. Uh, some other season, there's a new electrical line that will pass through and they need to cut one of your branches. You know, that's, that's how a tree grows. So my career is the same thing. So you have to have many branches to be able to constantly be able to harvest. Right. So from early on, I was attracted to hip hop and graffiti, but I bridged out of it, uh, looking into contemporary art and other styles of music to mm -hmm. kind of add on to what I was already producing in the hip-hop culture. Mm -hmm. So please make sure to subscribe, like, comment, and share. Big thanks, and see you next episode. Peace!